Hey guys, this is John with Catholic for Rednecks. Thank you for dropping by my brand new podcast. I sure do appreciate you tuning in. If you like it, please follow and give me a five-star rating. Help me get going. So, how did I become Catholic? Here I am in the Birmingham area of Alabama, the Deep South, where if you Google it, it says it's about 97% Protestant. Um, 3% Catholic. I grew up here, and to tell you the truth, I don't think that I ever knew a single Catholic growing up in my life. And, you know, the only things I knew about the Catholic Church or what they believe is what I heard, you know, on TV and movies, what I saw in the media. And to tell you the truth, I didn't uh, like what I heard or saw. I remember in... I guess I was in high school, a friend of mine at church brought by this little magazine. It was a comic book by a fellow named Jack Chick. And it was a little comic book about all the evils and the false doctrines and uh, just all the sins of the Catholic Church. And I read that thing cover to cover. And I was so shocked and uh, angered by it that I, went to my neighborhood Catholic church, St. Barnabas, and I slid it under the door because I just had to make sure those folks knew how bad and awful the Catholic church is and was. And, of course, you know, all I heard growing up as a Southern Baptist was, you know, they they pray to Mary, they worship idols, they all believe in a whole bunch of stuff that's not in the Bible, um, they worship statues. They worship the Pope. Um, they um, think that Mary is God. It just They work their way to salvation. The Pope has never sinned. They have to confess their sins to a priest. Just on and on and on. They wear those crucifixes. And don't they know that Jesus ain't on the cross anymore? And just, you know, that's the stuff I heard and saw and all the scandals and things. And so... That's the way I grew up thinking about the Catholic Church. I just thought they really sucked. And then uh, when I got married, I married a young lady that was raised Catholic. And she no longer went to the Catholic Church. She was now going to, you know, just non-denominational churches. And mostly because of the guys, you know, we are here in Alabama. So now she had a grandmother that remained Catholic, and when we would go over her house on Sundays for a family dinner, she would have her refrigerator covered with little prayer cards of saints. I didn't know what, what that was about, and I knew that she went to Mass, and then as we had kids, um, occasionally my kids would go to Mass with their grandmother, which freaked me out. And then I remember in 2013, that uh, my son was dating a, my oldest son was dating a girl. She was Catholic. Neither one of them were in church, and they lived out in California. And I remember us having a conversation about them getting involved in church because I've been a churchgoer all my life, mostly. When I was with the Birmingham Police Department, um, my police days, I didn't really go to church much. But um, any other time I did. So, um... They were wondering what kind of church to go to, and I was, you know, recommending Baptists and non-denominational and all, and 
Then uh, my oldest son said, you know, I, I kind of feel drawn to the Catholic Church. And I was like, no, not Catholic, anything but Catholic. I just, alarm bells rang. And that's just the way I felt. Now, I was telling you about my wife's grandmother. Now, back in 2013, that's about nine years ago. Wow, time flies. About 2013, my wife's grandmother um, was dying. And she was on hospice, but the last few Sundays before she passed away, now my mother was real, real close to her grandmother, the last few Sundays before she got too sick, um, she started going to Mass with her grandmother. And uh, I didn't mind. I thought it was a sweet thing, but I had never been to a Catholic Mass in my life. Never. Well, let me just say this one thing. <clears throat> Excuse my voice. When I was in the Marine Corps, I was in Europe a lot. I was in Italy a lot of times I was in Italy and Spain and France, and I remember being in Italy specifically, and I just wanted to go inside those Catholic churches. I don't know why, but, you know, their freaking cathedrals are beautiful. And I was used to going to, you know, just regular brick-building churches and storefront churches and all. And man, those Catholic churches were just beautiful. So one night, I was probably about half liquored up, I walked in on a Catholic Mass, and I think I came in through a side entrance. And when I did, I remember it was real cold. And when I walked in, everybody in there was standing up, and they were wearing coats and Sunday clothes and stuff. And there was a bunch of smoke in there, and everybody looked at me, and I heard a bunch of stuff I now know is Latin. And they started kneeling. I didn't know what was going on, so I stayed about three seconds, and I left. But and then a few years later, this was probably in the 80s, it was, um, I was a Birmingham policeman, and uh, I went to patrol. On, I went to work on Christmas Eve. I'm not sure what year it was, but it was Christmas Eve, the night before Christmas, and all through the house. Not a creature was stirring, not even a mouse. But anyhow, I was on patrol, and I was going down a highway, and it was getting close to midnight. And, you know, Christmas Eve is, you know, you got a skeleton crew, nothing's going on, even the criminals, you know, or at home. So I remember passing by that same Catholic church that I had put that comic book under the door, St. Barnabas. And I passed her, I guess it was about 11.30, 11.45 at night. And lo and behold, that parking lot was jam-packed, and there was a line of people at the church door going in. And I got on the radio, and my sergeant was an Italian guy, and I knew he was Catholic. And I said, hey, uh, sergeant, something's going on down here at the Catholic church. He said, what are you talking about? I said, man, there's about 800 people here. And it's midnight. And he said, oh, come down here and meet me at First Avenue and 80th Street. So I drove down there to meet with my sergeant. And I pulled up next to him. You know how cop cars do, side by side, door to door, front door, uh, driver door to driver door. That's how cops meet. And uh, he said, John, he said, that's um, the midnight mass. And I said, what in the world? He said, yeah. He said, oh, 
It's midnight mass, and if you want to, if you turn your radio off, I give you permission to go in there. He said, it's very beautiful, and you will enjoy it. And uh, I said, okay, I might do that. So I drove up there, and uh, I was just too scared to go in. You got to remember, I was Southern Baptist and also Pentecostal. I forgot to tell you that I went to a lot of Pentecostal churches, you know, where they jump around, speak in tongues, and and all that stuff, get slain in the Spirit. And it's funny how all that stuff scared me, but um, I was too scared to go to a Catholic Mass. So I backed out. Now, fast forward, that year that uh, my wife went uh, to Mass with her grandmother. I know this is a long story. But uh, when Ash Wednesday rolled around, it came in, Ash Wednesday come in in March of 2013. And we had just become members of a Presbyterian church right behind my house. And I know you'd think I'm really messed up. Yeah, I was born and raised Southern Baptist, and I really thought that was the church. You know, Jesus was a Southern Baptist. And, uh, you know, then, you know, I did go a lot of Pentecostal churches. That's where the girls were. And uh, then, you know, by the time we got married and all, we, you know, we couldn't decide where to go. So we was at this um, Presbyterian church. And matter of fact, we joined on a Sunday. Then Ash Wednesday comes along and my wife calls me up. I remember I was doing the dishes for her. And she said, I'm going to Ash Wednesday to get my ashes tonight. And I was like, what in the hell does that mean? I said, okay, uh, I'm excited because I thought she was talking about us going to the Presbyterian church. I didn't know what the hell ashes were. And I said, really, we're going to our new church tonight? She said, no. She said, I want to go to my church. And that really just wigged me out. She said, I want to go to my church. I said, what? She said, I want to go to Catholic Church, get my ashes. And I just stood there with my jaw hanging down to the floor. And uh, I said, well, can I go with you? She said, yeah. So for the rest of the afternoon, my stomach did flip-flops. I had butterflies, and I was scared. And uh, I ended up going to that Ash Wednesday with her. And, uh, you know, I was on full alert, just like I was walking point in Vietnam or you know, if I was looking for a burglar or a robber as a policeman, I mean, I was on high alert. I was looking for everything I could to uh, criticize and judge. And I remember going in there. I really pins and needles. And you go in there and you got all these statues and uh, it just smells different. You know, uh, incense and smoke bombs going off and all these chants and everybody standing and kneeling and standing and kneeling and standing and I didn't know what was going on. And the priest got up there and uh, he preached a little bitty five-minute sermon. And all I remember is I really did like it. And it was something about Yankees baseball and he tied it in with Ash Wednesday. I don't know what, what it was, but that's what he preached about. And I remember leaning over to my wife and whispering, don't the Bible say not to call your priest a father? Why do you call your priest a father? Didn't Jesus say, call no man your father? And she just looked at me, and, you know, with the I don't know look and smiled. And we'll get to that one later. That's an easy one. 
make a long story short, I sure did enjoy that Ash Wednesday. And then time went on. I kept on going to my Presbyterian church, but my wife wouldn't go with me because she said it sucked and it was boring. So here it comes Christmas time, midnight mass 2013. Me and my wife are sitting around drinking the bourbon and eggnog all day long. You know, a little bit of brandy here and there. And I got to think about that midnight mass and wondering, was it as good as that Ash Wednesday? And I kept thinking about that midnight mass. So I finally asked my wife, say, hey, let's go to that midnight mass over there at the cathedral downtown. So we quit drinking. I guess it was about two or three or four in the afternoon. But it was probably later than that. We turned off the liquor and started drinking coffee. Sorry, I just my stomach's growling. I just burped, I think. I am a redneck, so I get a pass. Well, we ended up going to that midnight mass, and let me tell you something, it blew me away. I'll tell you all about that next time. Until then, y'all have a good day.